you kind of start going off the fly a little bit, but anyone can follow instructions. It's like putting together IKEA furniture in regards of. Ha, sorry, yeah, you know exactly. how difficult putting together IKEA furniture is. That's a terrible example to give. But anyway, we, we get no, the point. No, 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 no fine, fine, building a Lego house. It's like building a Lego yeah. house. And if I you think follow the instructions, you'll have a Lego house. It might not be the best one in the village, but it'll be a Lego house. <laughs> it'll be sturdy. Uh, no, I totally agree with you there. I think that's where people sometimes fall down in terms of recipes, that they kind of like jump ahead right into it instead of maybe reading it and be like, okay, I need to do X, Y, and Z here um, first. Um, and like, or like just gather all the ingredients that they need, that kind of thing. So yes. just to really like pair it right back, start really small, um, and then just get comfortable that way. Okay, sure right. We're gonna we're gonna start rolling because like we, well, can't... we may as well get past this a little bit now. This is good. This would be a good like way to start, I think. Rods, talk talk people through what you're doing. They can't. We're after breaking the audio by shouting that loud. Stop. <laughs> like, alright. That's how you open butter beans. Oh my god. Okay. Right. No better way to say it except hello and welcome to episode number thirty-nine of For Fit's Sake, the podcast brought to you by FFS Gyms. We are in the kitchen. Uh, there's a tin of be- uh, butter beans being very badly opened by Ruds. Uh, Ru- and we're joined by Sinead Delahunty from Delalicious uh, for the love of real food. Sinead, how are you doing? Great. Um, nice to be here with you. Ruds, what the hell? Talk people through that. What was going on there? Former heavyweight champion of the world, eh? Butter bean. Oh, my, your jokes are so <laughs> bad. And they get way worse when there's food involved. Anyway, uh, Ruds, what are we doing? What, what are we at here? We are going to be showing people some food prep um, and just having a chat with Sinead about how to make delicious uh, delicious food for the week and uh, pick some new recipes up. And the thing is, we're going to be showing slash people that are listening, so this could get tricky. We're going to go between video and audio on this, so people who are listening to on the podcast, don't get too angry for us referencing the people who will be watching this on YouTube. Uh, it's our first time doing this, and it'll definitely get very messy. But anyway, Sinead, you, there's a lot of food here. Myself and Rhodes went to do the shopping. Yeah, you did, um, fair play. I think we got most. We've missed one or two bits, but well, we got there in the end. I brought half the kitchen with me, and you brought half the brought on just your, in case. On your bike, you had a... Terrible UCD, is it Camogie or GA or what was it? Yeah, oh, UCD bags. Alma mater, that's where we all started. Yeah, well, technically I started in Trinity and then left there pretty quickly. So, uh, uh, anyway, um, right, what have we got? What's on the menu? So, yeah, um, so basically I just said, like, kind of what I would typically do, like, on a Sunday. Um, so, that would be like, you know, prep for the week ahead, make a couple of different things that can go in the freezer, do for lunch during the week, um, or just to have straight away. So we're going to be working through four recipes. So we're going to time it, and I think four recipes should... at the same time now. Yeah, so this yeah. is a bit of a test to so see. This can we do food thing prep? for me is like being efficient when you're in the kitchen. Like try to get as much as you can done, and use ingredients that you can kind of like use in a couple of different recipes. So we're going to do um, my ginger and mint yellow curry, which has been really popular. I think Eve was making it actually there the other day. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to add in some prawns to my dad. He's a beef farmer and it's vegetarian. He's like, I think prawns would be really good in this. So we're going to add that instead of beef banner, yeah, we're going to add them in. And then we're going to make a loaf of my oat and seed loaf um, that just everyone like loves and you can't go wrong with it. So that's a really good one to ha- like have made, making your own bread, you know what goes into it and you can freeze it and it just works a dream. I nice. make it all the time. And then we're going to make some hummus with some carrots. And then finally then we're going to make in carrot and I know Rhodes likes a bit of spice. So we're going to have some chilies in, making like um, a lentil soup with carrots and some chilli. Unbelievable. Yeah. So carrots are kind of like the trend between all three, apart from the bread. 
Okay, sounds yeah. good. I can see Rudd's brain is working so hard to come up with some puns or no, drop no, some jokes. I, I, I'm just uh, contemplating that this will be a good challenge because my food prep would be a little different to this. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about that more as we get going. I don't yeah. want to delay. Like, what, what's going on? Come on, what's happening? What are we starting um, so with? First of all, you know, you have to get like dressed for the kitchen. Um, I'm kind of normally either in my like old shows, my pajamas, or my hoodie or something. But I have aprons for you here. Okay. So just you can pop on because this is you're not going to be sitting Thank there resting. Much. Yeah. This is time to get working. Wow. And Rory here thinks like he's stuck, you can see him, he's stuck behind the laptop with the big speaker thinking yeah. like, you know, this is Don't great. Get involved. Even and off. No, this no. Is, I'm working. I'm working harder. So I think uh, this should fit. Okay, let's see. Your generous sizes. Extra medium. And what's this? Oh yeah. <laughs> just a little extra in there. Uh, so that's my cookbook. So it came out um, the 29th of April last year. So just nearly a year. Already. Uh, yeah, so I brought one in, so... Yeah, look at that, yeah. we're straight into the main recipe. Yeah. show you how to get them out of the tin. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> should be food There's not instructional. Uh, we'll get back to the book. Give us a look at the... Get the book up there again for the... For, where, can, where can people get the book? Because so people are really asking So nationwide, all good bookshops, and then online as well. Um, either share my own website, delicious.com, or just online books. Okay, so we're going to get going um, with carrots first, because I said that was kind of the theme through all. Yeah. So we're going to roast some up um, with some nice spices for the hummus. So hummus I love like to make, it's just great as um, just a snack, you can freeze it, put it like in a sandwich instead of butter and mayonnaise or anything like that, like put it on the side of a salad. Like, you just kind of can't go wrong, like I think it's like, yeah, pretty straightforward. Yep. And so I'll get you chopping some carrots. I'll make the carrots, yeah. Yeah, so just top and tail, don't need to peel them because like these are really clean, they're not exactly covered in mud or anything like yeah. that. Um, and then if you can cube them, that'll be brilliant. Be very careful please, Rods. Yeah. And then while you're doing that, uh, we're going to get, so always like when I'm in the kitchen, I always think about like, what's going like, to take the longest amount of time. So we'll be roasting the carrots and then likewise we'll be making bread at the same time. So this like oat loaf is like really foolproof, like it, once you have an oven that works, um, you can't go too far wrong. And Sinead, when you're doing so, like batch cooking, we try to get like, pretty much all of our clients to get into batch cooking as much as possible. So yeah. we recommend myself and Rudd's big fans of the Sunday evening. Um, for me, I try to make it like a bit of a ritual watching watching sport. Um, so like watching golf on a Sunday. Um, big shout out to Tiger Woods winning the Masters the other day. Uh, I was, I was eat, I actually cooked, this is the bad thing. Uh, I cooked a huge pasta for like three days. And my biggest problem is if I cook something really nice, I end up just Eat overeating it, it yeah. when it's there all the time. So we'll talk about that, we'll go through some strategies with Rose. But, but just on Tiger Woods, like as he said afterwards, one of his big things was like the right training and the right food, yeah. like for to get him to that position. So yeah, yeah definitely like it is all about like just preparation, the type of food you're eating, and if you can go towards just real food as much as possible. Yeah, nice, nice segue there. So like, what would you recommend? Would you batch cook once a week, twice a week? Uh, like how long do you typically Is get out of please. the um, meals so you're cooking? Probably, it really kind of would depend on my week, I suppose, what, what's going on. Like I obviously play a lot of sports on top of going to the gym, that kind of thing. Um, and then like, you know, everyone else I'm working full time as well as a physio. So uh, I'm as time poor as anyone. But I would definitely try and batch cook once a week. Either like make bread like this or make a curry or something like that. And like have a few portions in the freezer then for yeah. weeks that like, you know, you're just too busy, you don't have time in the kitchen or like you've been away for the weekend or just come back from holidays or something like that. And you're kind of like, oh, I don't want to go shopping. You know, I just want something nice, quick and handy. So yeah, definitely would be about once a week I'd make like a curry or soup. Like in soup, like it's just foolproof. Like 
um, like the soup that we're making is just so so easy like it just makes itself really like I think yeah and I see there's uh, in terms of like like we don't have anything overly fancy here it's all kind of stuff that would be in everyone's house with the yeah. exception to be fair of that handheld processor I don't have one of those yeah so, yeah. so they're like that's just like a stick blender I think I got in like Little Algae for like I don't know like 15 years or something yeah very useful it's just perfect yeah exactly yeah. they can't stir all that oats for roads better there now you roads no, you are in the zone yeah, with that nice. stirring I think, I think we stirred it up yeah so that literally in that like oat loaf we had like just pot of yogurt uh, oats I put in some mixed seeds and then some bread soda and then it's literally just a matter of tipping it all into your um, so what I'm always curious about this um, like so many the top five foods to eat the five superfoods you aren't eating all that kind of clickbait yeah. that's out there right yeah like what's the difference fundamentally here between the oat loaf and say a normal loaf of bread from uh, like a, a performance or a health point of view or a body composition point of view well number one by making it yourself you're going to know what's in it um, and number two then yeah, oats is the base instead of flour so nutritionally you're getting like a bit more um, of a better carbohydrate source and oats then are a great source of like slow release carbohydrates mm-hmm. so it's perfect um, just for a longer release and that's the thing like with this bread like it is more carbohydrate dense then because part of the oats in it so just like a slice is enough like okay. you know you, you might think oh it's small but like that is a portion like you don't need to eat half the loaf it's quite thin as well though, yeah it? exactly like it is so you will yeah thin. you'll feel you'll feel like adequately full like quite quickly um and so that's like as you were saying about like kind of portions and overeating and that yeah. kind of thing so what i do that's the good knife rods that's the good knife <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that was better than hacking into the tin with it anyway yeah um so yeah you can't get the good knife dirty yeah you gotta be careful i just yeah, don't like you having dirty. a good knife in your hands it looks incredible like it looks incredibly sharp and you're cleaning oh, yeah, it with your hand here. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll it up. So like with the loaf then I would just like let it cool once it's baked and um, then cut it into slices literally and pop them into the freezer. So then you're more inclined to just take out a slice like going to work with your soup or you know for your breakfast or whatever. So um, it's just a little bit easier, a bit more portion control that way. Like yeah. it's not there in front of you, you'll kind of be a little less inclined to go for round two. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's like um, a lot of people that... Say, say find you talk about being time poor people that find time being the issue yeah. you just probably you have to make it a ritual you have to make it a habit something that you enjoy like you obviously Rhodes you love cooking yeah. um, recent champion of an Uncle Ben's cooking competition where he beat Reese. we like to bring that up every five or six episodes on the podcast yeah. so That's have they been on to you about doing any more sponsored content for after winning the competition right? no 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 uh, I, I think I'll retire on that one and done yeah uh, but no I, I love cooking Um with me my kind of approach would be a little different to Sinead's in terms of I definitely do I do it every Sunday but I do like kind of one dish and tends to be a little less a little less going on um, simpler but, but, simpler but I think uh, but that's another thing in terms of like you can pitch it at the level you're at so yeah. like for instance I coach a few people and they've never cooked before yeah and coming in and starting at this is probably a bit intimidating just like in the gym, if you've never trained before, you're not going to start with the hardest session. No, yeah. You just start with something simple. So um, one thing, I, which is a good tip, is just if you don't cook, cook one new recipe a week. Set yourself a challenge, one new recipe a week. Yeah. And do that for 52 weeks. In 52 weeks' time, you've got, you know, yeah, you're you've got 52 new recipes, but as well, it's not overwhelming. And no, and you can probably like add the layers of progression and elements yeah. of difficulties you go along. And the other thing is, with that, like we know from when you're talking about habits, and building habits you're better off when you just set something that's like 
your kind of bare minimum standard where you're like, I'm going to do this. And then chances are once you get started, you end up doing more just by default. Mm. Whereas if you're kind of like, I can't cook, don't cook, then you never start. And then you you never do anything then. Whereas if you start small, it's much easier to start building some momentum and some skills. Oh, definitely. And like, that's like all I've learned through food is just literally help my mom in the kitchen at home. Um, Like, and I think that's just a great way like to be able to encourage others to do it as well. Like, you know, if you're sharing a house, with people um but like that's i'd be kind of on the same vein as yourself like i'd encourage people like to start a breakfast like everyone can like make porridge in a microwave like it's yep. literally oats milk water whatever you want um into like the microwave and away you go or like you know boil an egg or you know fry an egg whatever you want to do like that is cooking but like you know you wouldn't maybe classify it as a master chef cooking and that's not something like that i'd be into either um so yeah it's just definitely starting small um kind of staying within your comfort zones a little bit first or finding like something that you really like you know if it's like your mom's bolognese or lasagna or something and getting her to like show you how to make it and then recreating it yourself but I think the thing as well like about cooking is that like it's like like any skills you're saying like in the gym like you know you keep coming back you keep trying it's a bit, a bit of persistence um, and it does take like patience and maybe making the same thing over and over again a couple of times yeah. and then you're like oh yeah I have this now now I'll move on to like recipe two or whatever another thing is about following the recipes like as in you know kind of that would be one of the things that a lot of people say to me that I coach well I don't know how to cook or I can't cook but maybe like it takes a while to you're at your level where you're able to probably taste things and know oh, this yeah. needs a little bit of extra that or you kind of start going off the fly a little bit but anyone can follow instructions it's like putting together Ikea furniture in regards of ha- sorry yeah, you know exactly. how difficult putting together Ikea furniture is that's a terrible example to give but anyway we, we get no, the point no, 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 fine, fine building a Lego house it's like building a Lego yeah. house and if I you think follow the instructions you'll have a Lego house it might not be the best one in the village but it'll be a Lego house <laughs> it'll be sturdy uh, no, I totally agree with you there. I think that's where people sometimes fall down in terms of recipes that they kind of like jump ahead right into it instead of maybe reading it and be like, okay, I need to do X, Y, and Z here um, first. Um, and like, or like just gather all the ingredients that they need, that kind of thing. So yes. just to really like pair right back, start really small, um, and then just get comfortable that way. And um, like what got like you were saying, you kind of helping your mom got you into cooking. Like to get to where you're at now, where you know you're you're actively like live demos, cookbooks, you know, like YouTube. You've got your you know social media, big press cooking. Like how how did that all come about? So yeah, I suppose back like so I was just playing county football. It's like got a permanent job and I was in about a year. And then um, my brother, I've like always been cooking. Like that's just normal for me, we'll say to be doing all that and my older brother um, just said to me one day he was like oh would you ever think of starting a food blog and I was just like like well first of all I was like I'm sure like a bit like even you open the gym being like I was like well who's gonna read that mm. you know and I'm sure there was destiny in your head being like who's gonna come into the gym you well, know are we gonna yeah. have <laughs> yeah will we have members like yeah. you know will it just be everyone on the free trial you know if and we, I, build, I if we, if we build it they will come that's yeah. it that's, that's a- but that's the thing like yeah so um Oh, yeah, he just kept on at me annoying me, I suppose, a bit in my head. And then I eventually just, to shut him up, like, just put up a recipe. And the first recipe was, like, granola. Like, that'd be something I'd make all the time. Like, and it's super easy. And it just went from there. Like, people just started reading it. And, yeah, then, like, I was representing Ireland in a food bloggers competition 
and when like the blog wasn't even like a year old and just took off from there and then in terms of the book just one day I came home to like a really nice email from publishing and house asked me would you be interested in having a cookbook well like I had to go pitch and everything but um yeah it was uh, it's still uh, like yeah I don't like it's when I see the book I'm kind of like oh is this actually happening like you know it's all a bit mad yeah and is if you think like that sort of like industry is changing in terms of food blogging like you know Joe Wicks Lean in 15 you know like all the the master class things at the minute like is it you know is everything on is it does it have to be done in 60 seconds now are people not taking time to down and read a blog read recipes what what's happening in that that space I think that like it's going obviously a lot like kind of everything at the moment where it's video would say content yeah but um like I would still get a huge amount of hits through just people looking at my recipes that I put up like um, each week. Yeah. So it's totally a mix, really. Yeah. Okay. I think like there's kind of something out there for everyone, and I think a lot of people as well are kind of getting maybe a little bit tired of those kind of instant meals. Yeah. That they they don't they're you know, maybe like you know as well as saying they started off doing that maybe and now they actually are feel a bit more comfortable in the kitchen yeah. and want to challenge themselves a little bit. That's the, definitely my brother in terms of my brother would have started off with simple stuff but now he cooks like really complicated yeah. stuff and he's, he's just a show off though he just does yeah. it for the sake of it but he but he, lo- he loves like sp- putting aside two hours and like taking on like one or two really complex recipes and just you it's know challenging. it challenges he, lo- he loves nothing more than that but two two three years ago that wasn't he would have started on yeah. more of that stuff so yeah no you definitely do see that progression so, um, what, and that's the thing there's like there's something in terms of food out there for everyone like you know you just probably haven't found it yet that's I'm going to jump across because there's so much going on in the last couple of minutes uh, there's been a lot of chopping uh, what's happening now we've got the the oat loaf which looks like it's coming up nicely in the oven yeah uh, it should be yeah. working away there and yeah. so with oat loaf in the oven we've the carrots roasting as well so I mix them in with some turmeric and some cumin for a nice bit of spice they look good and then we have so as we were saying we're making a curry and a soup so basically they have the same base like onions and garlic are the base for most recipes so we have them there getting a little bit warm so chop two more carrots i'm chopping half moons. moons half moons half moons that's yeah. a half moon shape so it's literally half moon yeah, you know, that makes that's kind of so, moon, half moon. So chopping a carrot into little circles and then cutting them in half. Yeah, okay. Yeah, half moons. Uh, or like I would like cut it in half, like lengthwise, and then. Wow. Okay, Rudd. Who of the people that you know who you were talking about, like cooking wise, were quite reluctant at the start, uh, and they were saying just get into something, start cooking different recipes. Have you seen anybody come a really long way in terms of what they're doing with their food? Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, the the one person I have in mind with that literally never cooked at all and now they cook a lot so and they kind of try whereas before you kind of were giving them recipes now they're trying things themselves and so no I definitely have seen that and the the big thing about cooking themselves is confidence as well like once you start and you you realise like I said it's kind of instruction based I can do this yeah and you see the benefits of it not only from a financial standpoint how much cheaper it is to cook your own meals yeah like it's so much cheaper I actually genuinely couldn't get over this like I was expecting because we we were shopping in there for maybe 10 obviously we were like two Egypts walking around looking for half the stuff you sent us on a no tahini there is no tahini in the uh, little in our minds but um like I think it was twenty three ninety yeah. for everything that we have here, with the exception of just to be transparent, the tahini and the butter beans. So and the prawns. And oh, and the prawns. So you're talking like what third? So that was that was twenty four quid plus the prawns. So you're talking about 
maybe 32 euro for and you'd have your lunch was in terms of soup you'd have your you could have your dinner you know if you wanted to literally eat this for the week yeah and you'd have your oat loaf as well and you'd have a snack so like literally then if you had porridge in the morning like you know about oats a euro probably yeah yeah like that's it i was, that I was genuinely like, surprised how cheap it was yeah like my average top and like when i tell people that they're like what yeah like Ah, you can't be doing that, you know. But like, we'll say if you're like, you know, herbs and spice, they're kind of like, you know, investing. That's the thing. Like, we like, bought so many fresh, fresh tubs of stuff there that like you'd have for, you know, you wouldn't exactly, have to buy those. Ages. Yeah. And like a top tip in terms of herbs and spices and tahini is as well to um, go to your local um, halal shop. Yeah. Um, because they are brilliant, and you'll get like, like you literally could get enough rice for probably a whole year. For like a family of six, I'd say you know you obviously don't need mm. that amount. Well, but rugs might need it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like you'll get like you know herbs and spices like in good quantities for like literally nothing. Like yeah. So they're just really good to um. Asian supermarkets or there's like yeah. an oriental place here around Wines It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Like and they're just brilliant and like they're they love to help people as well. Like you know or like try this out. They'll be giving me like little recipe hints and tips about you know unusual ingredients and stuff. So they're yeah. they're really cool. Like yeah. And right, so Rose, we're talking about barriers to cooking, right? Time, yeah. uh, lack of confidence. Yeah. Um, like how? So obviously, this is going to take us what? We're rolling for twenty five minutes here. We're going to, are we going to be eating soon? I'm getting pretty hungry I'm here. Slowing like, down the process as well. Yeah, Rose is Rose's not done. You probably make quicker Yeah, exactly. So like, you can find no, time. Enjoying my happens. Like making it social. We, I try to make cooking sort of like a social thing. As a kind of like, I, I buy, and when I say that, I would like ring family maybe when I'm cooking. So yeah. I take it as time if I'm sitting out to cook. I just have the phone on loudspeaker. I try do the rounds, basically call, yeah, call my yeah. parents, call my granny, call a few of the lads I haven't spoken to, um, maybe Check find in. time to listen to a podcast or something, um, something that's not looking at emails. Uh, it's, it's a great way to clear your head, but like you're still you feel incredibly productive in that time. Oh, you're really really productive, but, yeah. And that's kind of like what I compare to. Like I suppose when I got really into this, it was like to yeah to get get time away from like playing football, like because I think couch football and you can. You know, it can really absorb you. So this was like an escape kind of away from all that, and it was an escape away from physio. And and like yeah, as you're saying, like I love that when I'm playing sports in the gym. Like you don't have your phone in your hand, yeah. And you can't have your phone in your hand here. It's like you're cutting. You, well, you, you know? could, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, so definitely yeah, I find that as a release, like time away, like it's brilliant. And so it's just I think like I share a house with like three other girls, and like we're always either cooking around the same time, just you know, tasting each other's stuff, what are you doing there? And mm. it's just really, really good. Like, and it just reminds me that I'm home, like, cause that's all I would know from home. Like if everyone just be in the kitchen, yeah. like chipping in, helping out. And like, you know, you'll probably be sharing like maybe worries or that kind of thing, or like, you know, some good news or just like yeah. having a bit of crack. Like, you know, Rudds, I'm sure the terrible puns would be nonstop on the go. But, yeah, but it, it, it is interesting though, Rudds, cause like over the years, I think now things like Deliveroo, Just Eat, like it, it's all easy to not cook not necessarily like to order we never we don't talk about like good foods and bad foods but it's very easy to not know what you're consuming um, and just just to get things on the fly because you feel like you're moving or you know everyone's on the go so like that's that's a huge obstruction for people to cook at the minute is how how convenient it is to not cook absolutely no definitely um i think the the big thing is it's just if you're happy with that and that works for you then crack on because you can like you said you can still eat lots of healthy food and mm. so many like it's fantastic now so many restaurants give you options um and like and there are good like meal delivery yeah. companies yeah. out you know the like more bespoke ones they'll say you know that can give you good quality stuff there's so many of them but just i think the big barriers is that if you're always just eating out we're always doing it it's just financially 
it is a big, big burden on someone to continue to do that. I know for me, it's between seven and 12 euro really to get a feed, uh, like for a lunch. Yeah. Uh, and then I probably, I, well, I know I eat more than the average person, so I'm probably looking at 16 quid every lunch. Whereas, you know, as we discussed, you can cook a lot more than that for a lot less than that. Um, and then the other thing is maybe there's people out there and they say, oh, I want to improve my health, I want to improve my body composition, I want to have more energy. At the end of the day, if you cook more of your own foods, as Sinead said, you get less things that are in it that aren't supposed to be in it or aren't yeah. added to it. You get more nutrient density for that. You tend to be able to use a higher quality of meat for because you know because of the price and a lot of places are trying to make money as well. So you get like a huge amount of benefits from that. So if you're someone who wants to improve your health, improve the way you feel, improve your body composition, cooking more of your own food is going to do that. You're going to get less wasted calories. You're going to get more bang for your buck. You're going to get more nutrient density. Um, and if you want someone who wants to save money and be a little bit more cost effective you're going to save an awful lot cooking some more of your own food. And again, I think it's like an all, not an all or nothing mindset as well. You can picture the level you're at. Like Sinead said, you, you could choose to, your lifestyle might work for you, that it works for you to get your lunches. Yeah. But maybe if you just start cooking your breakfast the night before, like, so I always do it like five minutes the night before. And then that's going to save you your breakfast. And then you cook your dinner when you come home or you cook your dinner on the weekends and that's in the fridge and you come back. Straight away, you've saved a ton. You've saved. you saved a ton of money like that, and then yeah. you can still have your because you enjoy you just still the have freedom your meal out. of the yeah. meal out. And the, I, it's I having that mix definitely is so so important. Yeah, as well. A lot of people I know from speaking to a lot of people. We talked about it on a podcast recently where we were talking about um, people having to eat out an awful lot with clients, like entertaining mm. and work and all that kind of thing, and just being on being on the road and traveling a lot. Like it can be difficult. It's not like there's some people who are traveling weekends. They get like you know they're they're pretty much nonstop traveling yeah. or out with clients. Um, and what I find a lot of those people that we train say is it's that constant like very rich food uh, even when they're trying to make the best choices possible mm-hmm. it doesn't agree with their system so like it's nice as nice as it can be to eat out in a lovely restaurant it can oftentimes just not agree with people's systems eating out all the time even though you feel like you're making better choices um, so it's kind of knowing that when you're eating food that you're preparing yourself most of the time you know what's in it you know if it's going to be good for you or not in terms of aligned with your goals and then there's also that treat element like you we talk about like yeah, not absolutely. not treating yourself but it can be an occasion when you go out and it, there's a there's a different feeling yeah you enjoy about, it a lot more then yeah you, you might look forward to it because it, it's more it, it's a bit it's more rare you know it's like yeah. okay this is kind of cool i'm going to this nice restaurant you it, appreciate it, it. Yeah, yeah that's it it just changes the scenery for a lot of people i find and yeah. as well i think like by cooking yourself we actually appreciate what goes on in the kitchen as well mm. and like I'm, I'm, i have to say i'm that. very much appreciating the work that you're both <laughs> you're both doing a good tip with like picking up habits and starting new things is to gamify it so whether it be in the gym, say for instance, you make it where you go and you go with someone else and you have a little bit of a competition. Is, is that a word? Gamify? Gamify. Yeah. No, I like word. it. Yeah. And see, you go to the gym, you have a competition, that makes you more likely to train or you do a partner workout in the gym, whatever it might be, mm. and that makes it more fun. You can do the same with cooking, like you're saying with your people you live with, where you might take turns where you cook one night, yeah. I cook one night, you cook one night and it gets a little bit of friendly competition mm. who's cooking the best stuff. And you know a bit yeah, about that. Yeah, or in work, like same kind of thing. Like you know, you could bring in lunches and yeah. share them, and yeah, or yeah, each other. Come with me. Yeah, exactly. Why, like you know, why not do like uh, set up with a couple of mates where you do one weekend and you do the come down with me between mates. Like that's actually great crack to do. 
and um, so like there's, there's a social element to yeah. that yeah. you know it's like, like you know it's more about craftsmen you know it's, yeah. it's the occasion good little side story here while there's some lentils being stirred up there Mike South uh, operation director at the gym uh, all around nice guy uh, and Craig who's my brother and on podcast previously very nearly killed each other once upon a time because Craig cooked a dinner for Mike uh, I believe it was some baked salmon fillets uh, can you remember the story with some lovely herb potatoes and like garden salad it was like pretty yeah, good now I, I, came, I came off from rugby training uh, myself and Mike came back when we were playing in Bective years ago and I was disgusted I wasn't involved in this kind of thing so the deal was that Mike was going to cook for Craig the next day so uh, Mike picked me up from college coming when myself and yourself were doing a lot of classes together yeah. in UCD and Rudd's of course um, this could have been first year though you might not have been around Rudd's at that stage I, I, I feel. don't know if I was so basically anyway, we get home and Craig is like long day at work dude looking forward to a nice meal rocks home not a word of a lie Mike's out had cooked fish fingers what? beans and like smash mashed potato that you like microwave from Tesco oh and Craig who was God. like like you know like Craig just really starting to get into like pretty, pretty you know getting into his fitness even more back then uh, you know put all that effort into it you're talking burnt to a crisp fish fingers beans and microwavable mash from Tesco so if you want to come down with me don't, don't. invite him at any stage should be a complete waste of your time or if you want to win invite Mike South that's true <laughs> low yeah. bar yeah yeah set the bar low oh yeah sure yeah, yeah. Mike's away in his honeymoon at the minute so yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah that's a good idea um, but there's a lot of things like with, with cooking competitions and stuff I know like there's so many people in the gym at the minute that are bringing in um, this isn't a shameless plug for more free food to be dropped into us but there's so many people that are dropping in like baking seems to be so popular now yeah um, and that's like where I would have like started off like baking just like I, I mean, like I saw like chocolate chip cookies and like I think I was in like third class something to all my classmates for like a week or two. Very entrepreneurial. Yeah, but like obviously like the profit margins just didn't add up. Like so, like, <laughs> and I say like my mom was kind of like, "Will you stop doing this? Like wrecking the kitchen." Um, but yeah, like it's just yeah, like baking is great to start with, and like that's thing. There's so many different types of styles of baking out there now I suppose like you know there's something there if you're a vegan you know if you're want more lower sugar options that kind of thing there there is something for everyone and yeah. like yeah I think like that, that I suppose there's a bit more of a science towards baking so you definitely have to like follow the recipe there like but it's yeah. great like you can get so creative with it yeah like really I, I never I that's why that's the only reason I don't like baking is I never follow recipes um like I'd start with a rough recipe and then just kind of be like right this is this is the way I want to do it or you know I'll, yeah, I'll forget yeah. and like if something cooks a little bit too long yeah um, but like with bacon at the minute I find and Rudds you'll kind of let's kind of we don't want to tiptoe around this we'll be pretty honest with you. Like, a lot of people are baking stuff that is not necessarily better for them than so like I for example playing golf recently a guy gives me like a homemade uh, like a homemade chocolate bar so I'm eating yeah. this thing I'm like oh yeah it's great like you know, my wife made it for me blah blah what's in it and he goes through what's in it and he's like talking about how healthy it is and I'm like mate you should just have a Snickers or a Mars bar if you want a bar of chocolate that much now if, if she enjoys baking it from that's great but he, yeah. he thinks it's healthy for him and I'm like there's probably so you might have two or three of them maybe yeah, like, like, there's, yeah. more, there's more calories in this than there is in a Mars bar so like what like have a Mars if you want it like have yeah. the Mars bar but um like, do you do see, see that much roads people are like the effort is great and people yeah. know what's going into them that's the big plus so you know what's going into them but like is there any is there misconceptions about like what 
what's sort of like better than their yeah, snacks? I, I think as well it goes back to that thing of like labeling the food good or bad or healthy mm. or unhealthy yeah. and then yeah. just being aware of there's there's more to it than that um but the thing i'd say with that is that is always going to be better for you health wise in the regards of it's going to be more nutrient dense less processed than a mars bar so in terms of health then it's still you know it's still achieving the goal there even, even though the potential makeup is the same calories carbs sugars because of the lack of the processing, processing yeah. and, and just the, what tends to happen is people tend to replace the like pure sugar with like honey or something where yeah, it's yeah. more it's got more benefits nutrient density wise but it still does the same thing to your body so what yeah. happens a lot is people are eating these kind of homemade bars and bites but uh, one of their goals for doing it is not is partly the health partly the enjoyment of doing it but partly they want to lose body fat and then that's where they come a cropper the reason being is as you said at the end of the day sugar is still sugar so 40 grams of carbs whether it's from the 40 grams of carbs from the mars bar obviously i don't know the exact number for a mars bar but say it's 40 from that or 40 from the homemade chocolate bar and they've still got a similar amount of sugar it's going to do the same thing to your body really Uh, and the thing is with that as well sometimes especially people who are less mindful of what they're eating is oh this is healthy this is homemade this is good and then what happens is it's almost a license to overeat that. So yep. instead of stopping at one Mars bar, they'd eat two or three of those because, oh, this is healthy. This is a healthy treat. So I definitely would see that a lot. And I think with that, the best way to get around that is, again, just kind of reframing how you're looking at food and just saying food is just food. There's only better choices. And also knowing the fact that if it's really sweet, there's probably a load of these different, like say for instance, natural sugars in it. Still be aware that those natural sugars are gonna do a similar thing to your body. In terms of body content. And, and in terms of calories, in terms of fats, even those healthier fats. So knowing at the end of the day, with regards to energy balance, if there's 400 calories in it, it's still something to be mindful of and yeah. factor into the rest of your day. And then the other thing is, like you said, is not necessarily overeating it. Just because you made it yourself doesn't yeah. give you free license. If you wanna lose body fat, to eat a lot of it to pass the point of being hungry. And yeah. um, they'd be kind of things I definitely see. And then I think as well that you can kind of be smart with the types of recipes you're cooking. Um, if, if your goal was to lose body fat, you just gotta look at the ingredients. Most recipes give you the macro breakdown as well. And you can kind of compare and go between these three chocolate granola bars, this one's got the least amount of sugar in it. This one's got the least amount of calories in yeah. it that's going to be the recipe I'll cook because my goal is that. Or if you're an inter-county footballer, like Sinead's saying, your energy requirements are really high, then probably the bar you suggested is the perfect thing for them because the reason they'd be eating it is because they're not getting enough calories in as it is and they need to bump up their calories. So for that person, it's the perfect bar. And I think that that's it. It's the understanding. It's understanding and experimentation a little bit with these things. But like, uh, I just see that's kind of a good example of like, even that guy who's given me the slice of the bar, yeah. he, he doesn't know what's in it. I, his wife most likely does, and she's yeah. just baking it from as a snack, but he's mm. coming with the angle of, oh, this is homemade, it's yeah. very healthy. Whereas if I ask her what's in it, she'd probably be like, no, this is like this is full of sugar, whatever it is. Yeah. So it's that kind of concept of experimenting yourself and knowing what's in it, it's gonna make a big difference, I think. And you'll know then, like as you're saying, like the flavor, like, you know, if it's, yeah. 
like probably after a while then if you have less sugary things like when you go back have something sugary yeah. you're like whoa this is way too sweet but by the way don't be afraid to keep anything sweet that's coming in to anyone who's listening members in the gym there was something dropped in this morning in that little oh. Tupperware box oh. I don't know what was in it it was like uh, a, yeah. was that it was Anna thank that's you very delicious. much it was superb yeah one, one thing with the homemade breads uh, so like obviously we try and tell people to if possible try and eat balanced meals as often as possible the reason being is you cover off more bases of things what do you mean by balanced for anyone so protein that. fats carbohydrates colorful fruits and vegetables in a meal yeah um, and you cover off more of your bases in terms of giving your body what it needs but also the other thing with that is you lower the glycemic load of a food so glycemic load is just basically the, the amount of time your body takes to get the sugars out so something that's highly processed um, tends to give you a sugar spike and you come back down so by lowering the glycemic load of the food it takes longer to get the energy out so that, that steady release of energy that you said you mm, need. Yeah. so sometimes when people make homemade breads what can happen is they just eat a couple of slices of that with uh, a bit of butter or a bit of jam and they just eat that a good tip I found with that is try and make it a more balanced meal. So you could spread on some butter, could be the fat, but also the thing I like is nut butter. Nut butter yeah. Spread yeah. on nut butter. Avocado. And then avocado, these things, and you, you combine some fats with those homemade breads, and you tend to eat less of the bread, so you get healthy fats in as well. Yeah. But also, yeah, you're creating it, a balanced meal then as well. It tends to fill you up more, the, the healthy fats and that. Or even just simple things like to add a little bit of fruit to it is uh, the homemade bread tablespoon of nut butter on it, spread it over, and then chop up half a banana, and then have that on, and then that kind of, that snack's gonna easily keep you going. Yeah. Covering two of the three off. Yeah. Um, and and also you're gonna feel way more satisfied in terms of feelings of fullness after that meal, whereas what can tend to happen, especially when you bake it, like you said with your dinner, you make it, you eat a little bit of it, and you're like, that's probably enough. But then you're like, that was so tasty. Oh, more. Oh, and I, I worked so hard on it. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas if you have it- It's mine, I made it, I deserve or it. just even off the, you know, the square, the cut. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. a big thing yeah. as well. Like, big know. fan of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so even even with that, once, like, once, if you can kind of set it up, where you set yourself up, where your body's telling you, I've actually, I'm actually pretty satisfied. It's much easier to portion control yeah. with that instead of just kind of really, going hard at the bread. What is going on here? Firstly, my taste buds are tingling because the smell is getting so better and smell? better and better. Uh, well, I'm not smelling the lemon that you're waving at me and cooking. I'm definitely, there's, the onions are getting, there's a bit of whack yeah. on the, of the pot there. So Those potatoes smell incredible. Or the carrots, carrots, carrots they smell so good. Uh, so bit yeah, of curry, build it up. Curry are some cumin, I believe there. That's getting, what's in that little jar there? That's turmeric in the other. Turmeric, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So that went into our curry along with some fresh ginger and mint. Yeah. And then our carrots and courgette and then our base with onions and garlic. And then into our soup then went our lentils and they're plump enough lovely. And then our fresh chili and then some chili. Paprika as well. Okay. Nice. So yeah, we added in the fresh chili for Rods because I know he likes spice. He does like spice. Um, and then yeah, our bread is just nearly done. I'd say I just need another two minutes. Okay. And then the carrots roasted lovely, got a little bit of char in them as well, a bit more flavour. Oh, nice. And then just some oil, garlic, and then chickpeas, and then we're going to put in some tahini. And then I love to put in a little bit <laughs> of parmesan. I'm sorry for laughing here. Rudd's is delighted with tahini. Rudd's, uh, what did you think tahini was, Rudd's, when we sent you to the shop? I thought together? it was like a Greek yogurt based condiment. Oh, so tzatziki. Tats no, yeah, tzatziki. Yeah, tzatziki. Yeah, that's, tzatziki. So that's, that's, that's cucumber, yeah. um, kind of crushed. 
Yeah. And then, um, yeah, with the yogurt. These yeah. look incredible. Are these, are these Parmesan and garlic? Yeah. So I love to add a little bit of Parmesan into my hummuses, even if you're just doing a plain hummus. That's for the hummus? Okay, wow. So you can put, like, literally for hummus, like, you know, just for a plain, if you didn't want to roast the carrots, but I think roasting veg is a great way to, like, use things that are looking a bit dodge in your um, in your veg basket. Like, they're looking yeah. really sad. And they probably are, and they might be a bit mouldy. I bet you, if you just peel them, like, it's perfectly fine underneath. Yeah. You might have to chop off a few bad bits, but, like, you'll be grand. Um, and like that's where penicillin came up, came from. So like you know, we'll be fine. Just no harm. So yeah, for the plain variety, I just would leave out the carrots and then just add in some cumin and a little bit of parmesan and then the tahini. So tahini is um, so it's basically like nut butter, but it's just made out of sesame seeds. Okay. So it's just ground up. And don't try and make your own because I've done that and just burnt out a blender. Just buy it. It's much easier. Okay. To buy. <laughs> yeah. So um, two tablespoons of that and be no there the thing I love about these recipes is a, a, a term that myself and Sarah have coined. Uh, yeah. They're, they're full of hidden vegetables. Yes. So that, that can be good in terms of if you're someone who struggles to get your vegetables with each meal, by doing something interesting like this with your vegetables, you get loads of vegetables. Mm. Without uh, even without I'm actually shocked how many carrots are in there. I, 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 I thought yeah, and you could yeah. even put more. Like Bro, it's only two, that's enough. Oh yeah, that's loads of tahini, yeah. I'm ah, just giving a mix It's not peanut butter or else you can't. Oh my god, that looks well, so good. Well, um, I would use tahini liked um, peanut butter though. Like, I would push it on bread really? and. Uh, peanut rayu. Peanut rayu. That Divine. is apparently all yeah. the buzz right now. So, why can I have some food? in the jar there? It's not mine. Um, I have created one and it's beautiful. Um, yeah, I would. And they have a cashew crunch out now as well, which is gorgeous as well. People um, go nuts that night. They would, yeah. Um, oh my god. So I say yeah. that's fine here. And then if you want to blend it. Right. Yeah. This is the worst podcast ever. Rudz's jokes, like, as much as it's difficult and there's a lot of background noise, he's, Rudz is just making as much noise as he can here. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Let's drum roll. How far away are we? What's the ETA on Chowing Down? Yeah, no, we're just going to be good. Oh, yeah, so we can pop in our prawns and our butter beans. Get those prawns in there. Right, so before we kind of sit down and get stuck into eating, um, a bit of a recap, a lot going on there. But best advice runs for people who are looking to get into cooking, feeling like there's two barriers in a nutshell. So one recipe a week, start with that, start small, and uh, make it a routine. So same night every week to start with. And yeah. um, Sinead's suggestion of just start with breakfast, great idea. It takes five minutes to scramble some eggs, cook some vegetables, chop it in, vegetables and eggs, uh, overnight oats. There's so many recipes. And the other thing is start taking the power into your hands. Don't wait for someone. So this. YouTube, Google, there's so many recipes where you can go on and Google and start with a recipe. That would be another big thing. Just take control, take there's, ownership. There's also a delicious cookbook. Delicious just, you know, just get out of it. Believe it or not, we weren't planning on plugging this repeatedly, but uh, yeah. I'm glad we are. But the yeah. thing on top of that as well, as you're saying, is like picking like a day. And I would like literally put it in your um, diary. Like I would put in my diary, like, like I obviously put it in my diary when I not in work we'll say but yeah um like you know when there's events coming up or like going to the gym uh so we'll get black uh take against my name uh, if i don't turn up and um yeah and like i'd likewise put in like you know okay i'm gonna have time there i'll make whatever i'm gonna make yeah, yeah. you know and then you kind of know you've boxed it off you're like oh yeah you know you're kind of in control of the situation and it's the max you set aside an hour is, is that enough to do, to do yeah but even like i think just even like half an hour just even think like okay what's my week looking like yeah. you, if you're saying like you're going out with clients and you'd be like 
okay, so, you know, I'm going to be eating out that night and again, to prevent like food waste. Yeah. So that'd be a big like bugbear of mine. Um, so then, you know, okay, instead of going to the supermarket and buying what you normally buy, you might just need, you know, just one or two little things to, like to make a salad out of or just a bit of fresh meat. Like, yeah. and you can always freeze that like if you don't use it. That's something so. I've been very guilty of in the past is just cooking like huge batches because it makes, to be honest with you, it sort of makes me feel better and feels like I'm sticking along with my goals. It's okay, I've got my food prepped. It's just that kind of psychological step. Yeah. But not thinking ahead to go, actually, I'm away this weekend or I'm down into Kenny or whatever it might be, and food goes to waste. And it's just, it's so annoying to waste yeah, food. Sinful, like, yeah. One suggestion if you're really time poor would be tray bakes. So if you're really time poor, just getting a load of root vegetables, loads of vegetables, chop them all up, chuck in yeah, some meat, chicken toast, something like that. Yeah. Chuck in some spices, lash it all in the oven, take you like 15 minutes, 10 minutes to prep that, put it in the oven for 30, 40 minutes. Uh, and while you're doing that, you can sit down, emails, plan your week. So like in an hour, if you're really time poor, you could have your lunches made, you could have boxed off your plan for the week, like you're saying, yeah. and you could bang off some important emails. So then on the Sunday with that hour, if you're really time poor, you're, you know, you're so productive in that hour. And even probably maybe spent a bit of time with like, you know, whoever Family is in your life, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that maybe like you're not, you know, just focusing on them a little bit and just having maybe the chats that you know, you haven't been able to have along the way. Yeah. I think that's good with kids as well. Like if I was the same when I was growing up, my mum always cooked and was always in the kitchen cooking. She always loved it. And that transmitted yeah. to me yeah. and my brother and my sister. Uh, and we, we kind of picked up habits without even trying. Uh, exactly. So that, that's a, that's a major thing right now. Because we're even seeing it with guys who've got... Um, guys and girls who've got kids now that are kind of maybe like four, five, six, seven, eight. And like they're talking about how it's just so easy that like convenience to eat out all the time that like you know you have to wonder like I've, my mother would have cooked the whole time growing up had us cooking from a young age you know, like we were cooking lasagnas and spaghetti bolognese like learning how to cook these things yeah. um, so when I went to college it was it was never a difficult thing to cook or us we, we live, I lived with a few guys who you both know in college, in college and they just couldn't cook they didn't know they were like what are you doing there what the, how the yeah. hell are you doing that yeah. and you're genuinely shocked by a lot of, a lot and that's of, kind of what like, like what exactly I was in the same boat as you and that's I suppose how I was like oh maybe actually yeah there is a market for like how I cook and how I manage to fit it all in like you know yeah. so it is doable it's just putting aside a bit of time and like as you're saying just gaining confidence starting small okay. and um, from there enjoying it as well so mm. like if you enjoy it you're going to come back and you're going to do it more have fun with it don't put too much pressure on yourself don't expect it to be perfect the first time you cook it yeah and, definitely and, and yeah. then for you as, as parents then by you cooking and you enjoying it like that rubs off your kids pick all that up and they want to oh this is fun I want to do this yeah um, you know I think it's a win-win if you can just you know oh no it's brilliant even it. for me when I was travelling um, like you know staying loads of hostels and like you didn't have money maybe to eat out in some countries they were quite expensive but like you just made friends and like you know bumped into people in the kitchen and like mm -hmm. learned different cultural elements you know mm -hmm. the way people would put food together so it's just so social like and it's just such a great skill to have yeah. Unbelievable. Sinead, thanks so much for coming You're and welcome. cooking for us. Uh, Rods, uh, have you enjoyed your evening? Are you looking forward to chowing down? I have. I've learned a lot and I'm ready for the main event. As soon as that blender Excellent. goes, I'm going to have to. Are you going to trust him with that? Is yeah. he going to do this in my kitchen? Is I, it? No, no. Once you just <laughs> point it down. Point it down, Rods. Like. I'm going to do it while we're recording. That well, it could be the nice segue oh. to end the episode. Right. It could but be nice. Did you tell me how long it took to do all that? We're at rolling for 51 minutes. You know, yeah. And we're ready to eat. Yeah. 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 Go for it, Rods. Go. Oh.